Hi everyone, my name is Rob Moyol and welcome to the Hi Hakiki Podcast, a podcast about industry, entrepreneurship, and life from a person that sucks at all three. How you doing? It's been a while since I did a typical casual face-to-face, or unless you're listening to this, mouth-to-ear podcast without an interview or anything like that. It's really fucking weird to look at the lens. Like my laptop's here. If you're listening to this, you don't notice any difference, but... If you're watching this, I'm looking at the phone, but it's so weird because I'm not looking at a person. I'm just like talking to a lens. It's so awkward. But if I look down here, I'm looking at myself because I've I've mirrored the image on my laptop. I don't know. It's so fucking weird. I can't get used to it. I'm just going to pretend. What's the difference? No one's going to fucking watch this. So who cares? (laughs) Um, Yeah. How you been? Um, We're still plugging through quarantine. Uh, still plugging through unemployment, still plugging through um, the world melting and everyone hating everyone. I actually did something different for this episode. I figured I had been doing a lot of, um, I guess, like interview podcasts. So I figured, why don't I just kind of get face to face and reconnect with my audience of four? Um, so that's what I'm doing here. And in this, this episode, I actually wrote some things down um, in my phone, kind of like throughout the week or past 10 days or whatever it's been. Um, thought that might be interesting instead of me just like bullshitting for half an hour. Um, let's see what I wrote down. See, now I'm looking at my laptop and like I'm like so up to... Oh, for those of you watching, notice me wearing the hat for the first time? It's a Michigan hat. It feels weird. So, because my hair is just like beyond, not that you can really tell because the background's dark, but my hair is just beyond fucking fixing. And I can't get to a place to cut my hair because fucking Torontonians, for some reason, were doing a shit job. Um, so now I'm wearing this Michigan hat. When I put on the hat, my name turns from Robert to Brad. Hey guys, my name's Brad. I go to TCU. I got a 4.3. I'm a member of Delta Kinda Fay, and I have a loose definition of the word consent. Check me out on Insta. I'm open. Um, oh, my, hat, my hat's all fucked up too. Yeah, so I just said, you know what? I'm gonna wear a hat for the first time in, uh, you know, 28 years, pretty much. I probably used to wear hats when I was a kid, but I don't know. I just never got into it as an adult. I got into it when I was like 26, 27, and then I'm like, eh, it's probably a little late to be wearing hats, especially backwards. Go long. Um, Yeah, so that explains the hat. I'll probably keep wearing it until quarantine's done. Oh, I got a new podcast on my page, um, on this page if you're watching it on YouTube, if you're listening to this via the regular podcast uh, channels, um, it is on my YouTube page. And we have, I'm uploading it on Apple, but it's tough to get it on Apple Podcasts. Anyway, new podcast called Color Country. Uh, it's with my two friends, Katie and Sammy. Um, it's kind of like Color Daddy, except it's, Color Daddy's like douchey city girls. So what we're trying to do is Color Country, which is like relatable. Two girls from Coburg. I kind of act white trash so I can pretend like I'm from Coburg. Um, excuse me. Um... So it's been really good, really fun. 
they've been promoting it on their page, so we've been getting decent views, because when I promote it on my page, people are like, you know what, Rob? Shut the fuck up, all right? Just shut the fuck up. So we've been getting decent views. We're doing an episode every week. Um, I'm recording with them tomorrow, possibly Saturday. Um, So yeah, every Monday we have an episode. So I really appreciate it if you can check it out, leave a comment, like, subscribe, all that bullshit YouTube stuff that um, that you need to do in order to be successful. Um, Yeah, if you could take a moment to do that, that would really mean a lot to me. If you're listening to this on Apple Apple Podcasts or um, uh, Spotify, stuff like that, if you could take a minute to get on my YouTube page and subscribe, maybe like a couple videos. Uh, that would mean a lot as well. I'll post the link in the description. Pop, pop. If you're already on YouTube, make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're liking. Um, I'm pointing a lot because I'm Brad right now. Um, yeah, that would mean a lot. Um, and I would appreciate that. Um, what else can we talk? What's some, here's some of the things I wrote down. Uh, cancel culture. Is everyone canceled? Can I have a list? Okay. Wake. We got a fucking... You know what I need? I need a list. That is, I don't know how you would curate this list, but let's say there was a list of things I'm allowed to like. Can someone just tell me, please, give me a list of the music people, music musicianal artists, <laughs> of the musicians I'm allowed to like, the actors, the athletes, the CEOs, the people of public interest. Just write me a list of who I'm allowed to like. Because every time I post, I like this person or I like that person. Someone comes up and tells me, yeah, but did you know that they called someone fat 47 fucking years ago and now they're fucking, we don't deal with them anymore? It's just like, man, if you're going to start nitpicking every single thing someone has done, said, thought, written down, tweeted, liked, like, man, it's just a, it's a downward spiral of no one's like no one's perfect you're not perfect the only reason you're not canceled is because no one gives a fuck about you no one knows who you are otherwise if everyone had access to everything you've ever tweeted read if a, you know you had a million subscribers and all of a sudden you had 20 million people going through your twitter going through your instagram going through your facebook every word you've ever said tweeted written down thought like all of it's under scrutiny you would be in shit you tell me you're perfect tell me you never caught someone fat huh so I'm just I'm just sick of the the you know what you know what bugs me is the self righteousness of pointing at someone and saying I can't believe you did that as if the person who's calling people out has never done anything and I get accountability and if it's big shit it's big shit but like just the little things of like people making jokes 15 years ago when it was acceptable and like it was on youtube for 15 years it was on tv for 15 years no one said anything and all of a sudden you arbitrarily decided that it's not okay to say that and now that person fucking no they're not not allowed to be on tv anymore they're allowed to not allowed to be on youtube anymore they're not allowed to have a podcast anymore they're not allowed to do whatever it is you decide they're not allowed to do like dude what here's what kills me People are, if, let's, let's say you're on Twitter and you're saying such and such is an asshole, you're writing that on your iPhone that was made by children. And you're doing that sitting in a chair that was made with probably slave labor, with wearing clothes that was made with slave labor. 
driving a car that has gasoline in it. You know what the insane subsidy on gasoline is? Dude, we've spent trillions of dollars on wars over gas. Millions of people have died. We're doing damage to the earth that we probably have no clue the amount or the extent of. We don't even 20% understand it. And we're going to fucking pay for it at some point in the future. Yet people drive in their cars, drive around, and like it's like it's nothing. And they complain, oh my god, gas went up 10 cents. Gas should be $50 a liter. When you think about all the trillions of dollars we've spent on war, the people that have died, and the damage you're doing to the planet, gas should be $400 a liter. It should cost... If, if, you're, if you live in Toronto, and you want to drive to, uh, you know, Pickering, that should cost you $600. Like, that's how... That's how much damage gas in our car does. And slave labor phones and slave labor clothing. And the land you live on was stolen from someone else. And like, like if you, you got to realize no one's perfect. We're all doing things that we probably shouldn't be doing. We're all saying things we probably shouldn't be saying. We're all saying things that right now might seem liberal, but 20 years from now are going to seem bigoted. Like, just fucking relax. He got. I love how I'm calling myself Brad, and I got the Gatorade bottle. It's hilarious. You gotta. I don't know, man. Everything and like, I dig my own grave by going on Twitter. But I feel like everything on Twitter is just bad news. Everything's this person did this. Fuck that guy. Fuck this guy. This person sucks. You shouldn't say this. You shouldn't do that. It, don't call it Canada Day. Don't you know Fourth of July is canceled. Like, just oh, does anyone get excited about tomorrow? Does anyone make any exciting plans for tomorrow? Does anyone say anything nice? Is anything good happening in anyone's lives? And is anyone talking about it? Because I fucking don't hear any of it. I could I tweeted, hey, come on guys, if you have any good news, um, you know, say something. Or, you know, reply to this tweet uh, of anything good that's happened. And I got one person to reply. But if I said, fuck Travis Scott, he you know, called me fat 17 years ago, I probably would have got a thousand likes. Like, it's just so... It's a black hole that I don't see the point of. Um, and it's... Uh, it's it's just an ugly phase of society and an ugly page in our chapters of humanity that I just don't... I just can't get around it. And I don't get it. And maybe it's because I'm fucking... I don't know, I'm turning 30 this year, maybe I'm out of touch, I'm not hashtag woke, um, but I don't, fi- I don't get it, man, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it, I feel like you should wake up in the morning and think something great's gonna happen today and try and make that happen and get excited about it and promote others to do the same, and sure, hold people accountable, but like, there's a difference between holding people account, there's, there, there's a difference between Bill Cosby and Jimmy Fallon doing a sketch 15 years ago keeping in mind Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel are like the liberals they're they are doing as much as they can for black lives matter movements women empowerment all of that typical liberal we gotta do this they're the poster boys and yet they said something they shouldn't have said 15 years ago and now fucking Jimmy Kimmel took the summer off cause he's like you know what Fuck you. <laughs> I'm on your side. I'm trying to help. And you 
pull up a video of me 15 years ago and try and get me fucking fired? Fuck you guys. Figure it out. I'm going to go take my vacation in my Hamptons beach house. And you guys can do whatever the fuck you want on Twitter. I'm done. Like, like we got to figure out who are the bad guys and get after the bad guys. Not dethroning the good guys. What the fuck? Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel? Like, oy vey. What is... What is going on? What is going on? So yeah, that was my uh, that was my rant, my woke rant on um, on kind of cancel culture. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of people getting yelled at for no reason. I'm sick of you know people like going back to like having false heroes and like going after the bad guys and stuff like that. People were losing their shit over Jimmy Kimmel. I think he wore blackface 15 years ago. Jimmy Fallon did the same thing for Chris Rock, who's like one of his good friends, but whatever. What kills me is like people, everyone knows that story and everyone's like all over him. Does anyone know who the name of the CEO of Monsanto is? Do you know who that person is? Because Monsanto makes a product called Roundup. And Roundup is a pesticide that we that they use in pretty much all of our foods that you've probably eaten plenty of. One of the farmers in the States sued Monsanto for $10 million because Roundup gave him cancer and won that court because they were able to definitively or beyond a reasonable doubt prove that Roundup gave this farmer cancer yet you can still buy Roundup off the shelves and they still use Roundup in our food but they definitively prove that it can cause that it will cause cancer they would they said you have cancer because of Roundup Monsanto is guilty but they still sell the product and they still put that in our food Does anyone know that guy's name? The CEO? The engineers responsible for making that product? The salesmen selling that product? The people marketing it? All of those things. I saw a commercial on CNBC for Roundup. Does anyone fucking talk about that? Does anyone care? Does anyone even know any of those people? No. Of course not. Why would you possibly do that? Why would you care about the thing you eat every day? I think we have... I think like some of the bad guys we're we're going after the wrong guys. We're going after the wrong guys. Someone who called someone a WAP 18 years ago is not a bad guy. Especially if that person is a good person now and is doing the right things and is on the right side of history. That's all I'm saying. But whatever. I just got a text from my sister saying keep July 25th open for my nephew's birthday. And literally yesterday, I got invited to a party on July 25th and said, yeah, I'll be there. Like, is that not the perfect, like, is that not life? Just, of course. I've, I've sat on this chair for two months and did nothing. I get invited to a party and then the exact same day is another party. Like, is that not life? Is that... 
not life. You know, the 20, today's, you know, July 2nd. I'm going to do nothing for 24 days. Or 21, 20, math, Robert, math. I'm going to do nothing for 23 days. And then two parties that I want to go to are on the same day. Isn't that like, if you got a better example of life, especially during quarantine, tweet it my way because I can't think of any, this, I can't fucking wear hats, man. This sucks. This is so annoying. Maybe I should loosen it up a bit. I got the fucking Velcro hat like I'm seven years old. No fitteds for me, yo. Um, yeah. What else we got? Oh, here's something I was thinking of. Isn't it annoying how uh, if you're in a relationship with a woman or man or some other version, some other gender that I'm not aware of, isn't it annoying how you'll be in a relationship? So let's say you're a straight guy like me. I love girls. Um, so you're a straight guy like me and you date a girl for two years and you go on dates and you go to parties and you hang out at home and you go for walks on the beach and you talk, you have conversations, you have arguments, you share things, you cry, you laugh, you do everything and you learn so much and then you break up, unfortunately. All of those things that you learn in that relationship, you would think or hope that you can use that in your next relationship. But what I'm learning is like, man, I'm, I'll have ex-girlfriends that say uh, I'm too quiet and like, like don't open up enough and I'm too like, um, like boring for lack of a better word. But then the girl I date next says, uh, I don't let things go when I like, you know, I talk too much and like, I don't, um, you know, I bring things up too often or like, like just. You know, one girl says, uh, I go out too much with my buddies. The next girl, oh, we spend too much time together. Or like, that, that didn't happen. But like, what I'm learning is, and it's frustrating, learning shit from your ex and applying it to your current relationship doesn't necessarily work. Which is so annoying. It's like studying for two years, you know, algebra equations. And then you go to write a test and it's a fucking geography test. That's what it's like. That's what it's like trying to take shit you learned from your previous relationship and applying it to your current relationship. It's like studying, you know, dinosaurs. And then you get to the exam and it says, uh, what's 17 divided by 14? And you're like, huh? What? I thought we were talking about dinosaurs. Like, ugh, man. It's so annoying. It's like, you know, I'm going to use the example one more time. It's like studying your, you know, multiplication tables up to 400. And then you go to write the exam and the exam says, what's the capital of, of Zimbabwe? And you're like, uh, seven times seven is 49. That's what it's like. So the solution is just don't date. Don't date anyone. And if you are going to date, just go into every relationship with a clean slate. Forget all the shit from your past. Even the lessons. Because a lot of the things you think you know, what one person will say about you is not what another person will think about you. That's what I've learned. This person says you're boring. The other person might think you're very entertaining. This person says you drink too much. This person might want to party more with you. If this person says 
you don't spend enough time at home, this person might say, you know what, you can go hang out with your friends, like I don't mind. Like just all of those opinions from your exes, just fucking drop them because maybe they're true, maybe they're not true, but it's not gonna fucking help you today, that's for sure. Keep like the hard knowledge, like red flags or like radars or um like uh like psychometers like if you if you feel like you've got a good intuition about like if someone's crazy or not or if someone's not into it someone's not feeling it you can keep those things but like opinions opinions of who you are or what you do or what you represent or the way you act that's just ignore that ignore that shit man because that's not going to help you today that's what i've learned tweet me if you find something else you may also be noticing that I'm sitting in a chair as opposed to at my kitchen island. It's because I couldn't figure out how to not look awkward on camera with like sitting at an island when my like my body was like turned to the side and I'm like trying to type on a laptop but look up at a camera and like so now I'm like you know what I've got these incredible comfy chairs I'm gonna sit in the comfy chair I'm gonna set up my iPhone and I'm going to set up my microphone and I'm just going to talk and look at the camera and it doesn't really fucking... You don't need to see my kitchen. It's a subpar kitchen. What the fuck's the difference? Another reason I'm doing this is because... Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I'm not making any guarantees. What is it about talking that makes me burp? Knock on wood. Not making any guarantees. But it seems like someone is going to rent my condo. Which means I'll be moving back in with my amazing, amazing parents... Um, which means that if I start doing, if I continue to do podcasts, which I will at my parents' place, um, I'm not going to be able to sit in the middle of the kitchen and be like, hey guys, Rob here from Hikiki, how's it going, buy my beard oil. Um, I'm going to have to be in the basement sitting on a chair, like not talking too loud. Um, so I'm just trying to train my audience to get used to it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so that would be fucking sick because... Not having a job and paying for a condo is, like, not great. Not having a job, paying for a condo, and not getting EI or CERB or any of the fucking money that the government's handing out. Yet, I'm still going to be on the hook when they increase property taxes by 40% next year. Um, yeah, that's not fun. So, it'll be nice to have someone take the burden of home ownership off my shoulders um, and kind of pay some rent. Move back in with my parents. You know, my parents are cool. It's nice to connect with them. Um, yeah. So it'll be, a, it'll be a good time. It'll be a yay old time. I was going to say something and I forgot. That drives me fucking insane when that happens. What was I talking about? Uh, moving back in with my parents. Where to sit. Uh, this is so annoying. Okay, I was... What is Why would Why do they sell iPhones with they, they know it's not enough memory They fucking They fucking know They know They know They study people's use, usage And they say The average person is going to need 50 gigs So we're going to release a 32 gig So they can give us all of our All their information and pictures on the iCloud And then we can do God knows what with it Drives me nuts. Anyway, yeah. It's going to be exciting to move back in with my parents. Um, looking forward to it. It'll be a, a big change. I'll give you that. It'll be a big change. Might get a little awkward, but, you know, we'll see. You know, 
hopefully I get a, a, a job and um, then it'll be sweet because I'll finally be getting unemployment by the time I move in and I'll have all my places rented so that'll really help with the whole not having a job thing um, so I'm excited for that excited for that property management man like real estate it's the best decision ever made man well it's a great uh, best decision ever made that's not saying much I haven't made a lot of great decisions but it's awesome the, the freedom that comes with real estate is something I wish I could explain to other people is like just just the pressure of knowing that your retirement is taken care of when I eventually sell these places or if I just work off of that income or whatever it is just knowing that that check mark is like done is such a good feeling and why is there a yellow square around my head that's so annoying um, it's such a good feeling and I wish that more people would give it a shot and I wish that there wasn't so much false information um, out about it I wish that people weren't the, the only stories you hear about real estate is I bought a place that I wanted to rent I these people moved in they stopped paying rent and I had to pay for the house for 12 months because the landlord and tenant board uh, they favor tenants obviously because they don't want everyone to be homeless so they fucking fucked me over and it cost me all this money. You only hear that story. You don't hear about the guy who bought a couple of houses, a couple of rental properties. People moved in. They paid their rent. There was a couple of assholes. We dealt with it. We replaced the roof. We replaced the fridge. It's not that big a deal. Fridges aren't $400,000. If a fridge breaks, it's 700 bucks, and it's good for 20 years. Like, And then we paid off all those houses. We sold them all. We walked away with two and a half million dollars. My retirement was taken care of. There's way more stories of that. Way more stories of that, but you don't hear them. And I think it's because people don't really want, I think it's because people who are landlords, not everyone, I think there's a lot of landlords who like, they don't really want other people to get into it because I think they, like when I went to St. Catharines, I was talking to a lot of landlords and they're telling me this and I'm like, man like this is a pretty sweet deal and they were saying yeah it is a sweet deal but like they didn't have an instagram account saying yo you gotta do this and you know press this you know buy this do this like they just kind of like quietly and said like i hope no one else notices that like this is a pretty awesome deal and we're making great money and the houses are very undervalued and and all that um so obviously there's a lot of people talking about real estate online and and you know some are popular some aren't but i feel like the majority of the stories you hear about real estate are these like doomsdays of of, of you know bad situations that everyone just assumes they are they're always going to happen which they're going to happen but like bad shit happens in the stock market bad shit happens when you buy gold bad shit happens when you buy art bad shit happens when you invest your money anyway the only way bad, the only way nothing bad's gonna happen is if you make a lot, a lot of money and you put it in your bank account and do nothing with it. That is the only way nothing bad will happen. But it's tough to make a lot of money. So, for someone like me who fucking, you know, isn't a doctor and doesn't can't pull in two hundred grand a year, this is my only chance to like make some decent coin. Um, so it's been great.
there's just the, the, the freedom and the weight off your shoulders is priceless. Honestly priceless. Um, so I'm super thankful that I found that. That is for sure. Um, what else have I been doing? Um, running. See, I wrote down running, but I haven't run in the past week like a fucking loser. So now I feel like an idiot talking about it. Um, but running has been good. I got to get back into it. I'm going to try and maybe go for a run tomorrow morning. Running's been great. If you want my advice on running for a beginner, run in the morning. Don't worry about passing out. I used to think like, oh my God, if I run, I'm going to pass out. You're not going to pass out. Just go for a run. You might feel a little woozy. You'll be fine. Run in the morning because I sometimes I'll run it after dinner and I can feel all, all those pierogies just fucking jumping around and it feels like shit. Run in the morning. In the beginning, don't worry. Your goal in the beginning is to get out there. Your goal in the beginning is to fucking wake up, put on your shoes, and run. That is your goal when you're in the beginning. And when I say the beginning, I would mean the first month. Your only goal is to wake up, put on your shoes, get outside, and run. However everybody that is. Do not worry about, well, should I have an armband? Should I be tracking my runs? What kind of shoes should I be wearing? What kind of music will improve my performance? Don't even fucking bring your phone. Don't even bring your phone. Don't even worry about an iPod or anything like that. Because the first time I ran, I was able to run for like seven minutes. So by the time I set up everything, I got the right clothes on. I got my iPod on. I got, um, you know, I made sure I had the right tunes on. And then I ran for like two songs and I almost passed out. And I'm like, okay, this sucks. So don't worry about anything like that. The only thing you should be worrying about is just getting your runs in. Getting your runs in, getting your runs in. I wouldn't track for the first at least two weeks. I wouldn't even, don't even think about writing anything down. Don't even think about, just get out there and run. Then what you can start doing is, this helped me a lot and I learned it pretty late. You don't have to run, my, so my goal was to run a 5K. You don't have to just run a 5K straight. You can do what I did, which is run two minutes, walk two minutes. Run two minutes, walk two minutes. Run two minutes, walk two minutes. So the first time, you might only be able to run two minutes, walk two minutes, run two minutes, and then you're done. And then you can probably walk two minutes after. You'll never get that tired where you can't even walk. So your first time is run two minutes, walk two minutes, run two minutes, walk two minutes. Then the next time you add another two minutes. And then the next time you do the same thing. And then the next time you add another minute. And then the next time you do the same thing. And then the time after that, you add another minute. And next thing you know, you're running two minutes, walking two minutes for like six, six times back to back to back. And then you can start turning down the walking. So then it's run four minutes, walk two minutes, run four minutes, walk two minutes, run four minutes, walk two minutes. And then eventually you can get rid of the running altogether where you can, you know, run for, you know, a decent 5k is maybe half an hour where you can run for 20 minutes then go for a two minute walk and then run for the other 10 minutes. Those numbers, I could sit here all day and say, if you're 124 pounds and weigh five and are six feet one, then you should be running for two minutes and then walking for four minutes. I don't have those numbers. People are gonna pretend like they have those numbers. They don't, I looked, they don't have those answers. You gotta figure it out for yourself. The only way you're going to figure it out 
is if you wake up in the morning, you put on your shoes, you get outside, and you fucking run. You just have to do it. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. The worst part for me was the chest. I felt like I felt like someone was taking a knife on the inside of my esophagus and just going up and down and up and down and up and down. It was so painful. My legs weren't too bad, and like uh, my feet and like my arms, like my the muscles didn't feel so bad. It was the breathing that really fucking sucked. I guess because my cardio was shit. Only way you get up over that is you go through it. It sucks. You hate it. You wake up the next morning. You go through it. It sucks. You hate it. You wake up the next morning. Go through it. It sucks. You hate it. Just a little less. You wake up the next morning. It sucks. You hate it. Just a little less. And eventually it's like, you know what? This ain't so bad. And you got to keep reminding yourself why you're doing it. Keep reminding yourself that you're improving your cardio. Um, keep reminding yourself of the, of the benefits. And very, very, very key. If there's one secret, the rest are just tips. If there's one secret I can give you, and I don't know if it's really a secret, learn to listen to your body, not your head. Learn to listen to your body not your head. I'm say it one more time because this is going to be the tagline of a clip I put on YouTube. Learn to listen to your body, not your head. Your body will say, shit, this hamstring's tight. Yo, this quad, I think something's wrong. Man, my calves are really burning right now. You know what? I think you fucked up your shoulder. You might want to take a day off. Your head will say, what do you need to run for? Just let's go, let's watch, you ever watch Stranger Things? Let's watch Stranger Things. Yo, you got Uber Eats on your phone. Do you want to order some McDonald's? Let's order some McDonald's and watch Stranger Things. And you've got some drumsticks in your freezer too. Oh man. Stranger Things, Uber Eats, McDonald's, polish it off with a drumstick and a joint. Pfft, let's do that. Fuck running. What do you need to run for? Who cares? What are you, Usain Bolt? No one's watching. No one gives a shit. Who cares, man? Just sit down, chill. See the difference? Your body is trying to take care of you. Your head is not fucking trying to take care of you. Your head's trying to do what's comfortable. Your head knows that if you get out there and it's cold or if it's hot or even if it's a good temperature but you're running, your head knows, oh man, this is going to fucking suck. It's going to be, I'm going to get tired. My throat's going to hurt. I might fuck something up. Something's going to smell. A dog might bite me. Nah, man, fuck that. Let's stay inside. Your head's trying to make you comfortable. You've got to fight your own. The biggest battle on this planet for everyone is happening right here. And I know I sound like an influencer or some bullshit. That is the biggest battle that is happening in your life right now is right here. It's right here. Listen to your body, not your head. If you feel like your shoulder's hurting, don't do shoulder presses. If you feel like you might have fucked up your quad, take a day off. If your calves feel really tight, stretch it out. If you feel better after stretching, then go for a run. Listen to your body. If your head says, fuck it, hit snooze, let's sleep another hour, don't listen to your head. Your head bullshits you. Your head bullshits you. Every fucking day it bullshits you by saying, you know what, don't talk to that girl. She's not into you. Don't go for that run. It's too painful. Let's just chill out. Nah, that, that company won't like you. Don't bother replying. Nah, you know what? There's enough podcasts. Don't make a podcast. What are you, a fucking loser? People are going to make fun of you. Oh, another podcast. Don't make a podcast. Don't listen to your head. You want to listen to your body? Great. 
don't listen to your head. You've got to fight through that. That is the toughest part. Even while you're running, your head still won't give up. While you're running, your head will be like, you know what? It'll make deals. That's what drives me fucking crazy. Your head will make deals. It'll say, you know what? We did four kilometers. Like, that's pretty good. We don't need five kilometers. What's the difference? What's an extra kilometer going to do? We're 85% of the way there. Like, who cares, man? Just, just walk the rest of the way. We'll do another kilometer, but we'll walk. How about that? You know, we ran 4K, you'll walk 1K, then you got 5K. That's pretty good. No, no, no. Who gives a shit? What are you, uh, Tom Brady? Who cares? Come on. You gotta ignore those. You gotta bite through it. Do whatever you gotta do. Listen to music. Talk to yourself. Literally, if, if, you're, if you feel yourself making a deal with you, if you feel your head saying, ah, let's just walk the rest of the way, just scream out, fuck that. Fuck that. And keep going. Do whatever you gotta do, man. Do whatever you gotta do to make it work. To, to, to get through that barrier to that next, to the other side. The other side of the deal. The other side of the, let's walk one more kilometer. On the other side of that is running that extra kilometer. You can break through that. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side. But it's so hard to do that. Um, because you are many times your own biggest enemy. Um, so that's tough. That's tough. But if you can break through it, um, there's a lot of good things on the other side. So that's my tip for those who um, um, are trying to get into the running game and those who are trying to make running part of their lifestyle. Something I've wanted to do for years, that is what's starting to work for me, or those things. So um, do your best to, to listen to it. Well, another thing that works for me is I listen to uh, Foggy Do. Who's it by? It's Conor McGregor's intro music. I listen to that. I listen to that and I think... I think when Conor McGregor listens to this song, he goes out and he fights in a cage and fucking wins and dominates and his life gets better. When I listen to this song, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to fucking crush it. And I'm going to... Did my phone freeze? What the fuck's going on? Did not freeze. Why the fuck is... Just like for no reason. Like, come on. Um, when Conor McGregor listens to Foggy Do, he thinks, I'm going to go into a cage, beat the baddest motherfucker on the planet, and then I'll become the baddest motherfucker on the planet. So I think if he can listen to this song and do that, I can listen to this song and go run two fucking kilometers. Like, come on, get real, dude. Like, so I always put myself in the Conor McGregor mentality. He listens to the song, he goes out and he dominates. I'm gonna listen to the song, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna dominate. And maybe it's a different song for you. Everyone has their own shtick and their own thing. Um, but that's what works for me. Um, so yeah, you always gotta find what works for you. Um, and don't feel like you gotta be a hero and fucking run 10 kilometers on the first day. You don't. A little bit, 1% better every day. That's, that's the best way to do it. Patience, 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 patience. I know you want to post on your Instagram, just ran a 10K, um, but you got to run a 1K first. Then you got to run a 2K. Then you got to run a 3K. Then you got to run a 4K. Then you got to run a 5K. Then you got to run a 6K. Then you got to run a 7K. Then you got to run an 8K. Then you got to run a 9K. 
and then you can run a 10K. Sounds simple, not simple to do, I know. Um, what else we got going up in here? All right, I think that's enough. I've talked a lot. This My phone's frozen four times, so now i got to stitch together 20 fucking videos. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, but in the meantime, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching, thank you for listening. If you're listening, uh, if you've already subscribed to iTunes and YouTube, thank you. If you haven't, please do so. That would mean the absolute world to me. That is the only way I can grow this thing. That is the only way I can make this... Um, uh, available to more people um, so it would mean a lot if you can do that tell a friend that's great podcast grow by word of mouth tell a friend send them a link say hey my boy Rob has this podcast if you could check it out that'd mean a lot um, if you're a stranger I don't know how the fuck you found me but if you can tell another one of your friends thank you that'd be great um, yeah that's all I got for now be kinder to each other be a little more understanding when others make mistakes remember that you're not perfect Just everyone, relax. Take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay. We all make mistakes. We're all going to get through this. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Love you. Ciao.